Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is A topic that I think is so important, especially now, and it is how to handle negativity. We are in an age where technology is ubiquitous in so many of our daily conversations. And with that, there is a filter that's no longer used all the time so that people say whatever they feel. So how do we handle people's comments, remarks, criticism, and negativity without taking it personally? We've all experienced the effects of negativity firsthand, and it goes without saying that it takes one bad apple to spoil the bunch. So think back to any interactions you've had lately, whether it's with a family member or a coworker or a boss, or even just out and about, like an angry person at a grocery store or road rage. There is a lot of this negativity in the air. And it is known as a psychological phenomenon, this idea of this emotional contagion, like negativity is contagious. And that is based on this fact that moods are transferred between people. And we can feel that negative energy and how we can actually take it on. So, Unless we're surrounding ourselves with really positive people all the time, which some of us are, I I have a lot of positive people in my life, thank goodness, and positive interactions and positive environment. But unless we're doing that all the time, we are going to experience some of this negativity. So how do we handle it? How do we avoid this infection when others are bringing negativity to us? Well, what I've noticed that has helped me, and this is a practice like all other things are, 
is to really create a pause in any of those interactions. Because if you can have even an extra second or two or breath or two before you respond to the negativity that is being expressed from other people, that can help you going from going down into a kind of emotional pit or reacting negatively back. Because everyone will suffer when you have that two-way street of negativity. And it's hard. It's really hard. I know it is. You know, it's hard when you hear a negative comment. And for the most part, like I said, I have positive people in my life. I have a positive team. I have a positive work environment. I have a positive husband. My kids are pretty positive. I don't have to deal with a lot of negativity, but I certainly have over my years of working. And it could be something to the degree like somebody doesn't like a class I teach. They don't think it's yoga. They don't think it's, they think it's too fast. They think it's not spiritual enough. They think it's, and they want to tell me about that. And so the first thing I would say is somebody tells you a negative comment. So this is, this is kind of a combination of maybe what people have thought or said to me or teachers of mine that, um, I really didn't like that class. That was too hard. It felt more like, you know, exercise than yoga. So somebody says that. My first reaction or response that has worked really well is to pause and immediately think, this is a person's opinion and what can I learn from it? There's, there's, there's probably a little bit, a little nugget that I could take. So what I would say is, hmm, okay, maybe I could slow a class down and make it more inviting for everyone. And that is the little nugget that I can take, the little piece of truth in this negative statement. Instead of just saying, hey, okay, it's not your cup of tea. You don't have to come back. I can think to myself, hmm, okay, maybe there is a nugget of truth in that. And then the other thing that I personally can do is not take it personally, which is the hardest thing. Because if I'm really clear with what I'm teaching and what I believe in. And this could be a belief system like veganism. I'm really clear on that. I'm not going to change. Somebody might say something negative, like, well, why can't you just take things in moderation? Why do you have to be so extreme? What I realize is what someone is saying has a lot more to do with them than it has to do with me. Now, really take that in. I think we all know this, but really take that in. We cannot control what other people think. We can't control what they say, but we can control how we respond. And the best thing to first realize is a lot of what somebody says, especially in a negative way, is telling you a lot more about that person and how they're feeling about themselves and maybe the world around them than it is about you. And what I was saying in my teacher training group the other day if you do come across someone who's negative, who doesn't like your class, who doesn't like what you're offering, that's okay, you know, because again, it says a lot about them, but it also might not be their cup of tea. But never lose your commitment to you just to satisfy or please someone else. Never betray yourself to fit into the mold of others. And this is something that I have learned and gotten really clear about because at the end of the day, 
I don't want to betray myself. I don't want to be someone different than who I am at my essence. And that might not please everyone. That might not uh, allure everyone. And that's okay. But I can't take it personally if they don't like what I have to offer or like my personality or anything. If I'm true to myself, then that's what matters the most. And there's a psychologist named David Pollay, and he describes this, action, this, this idea that negative actions probably have nothing to do with you. They're just expressing their negativity, and you happen to be there. He calls it the law of the garbage truck. And what his quote is, many people are like garbage trucks. They run around full of garbage, full of frustration, full of anger, and full of disappointment. As their garbage piles up, they look for a place to dump it. And if you let them, they'll dump it on you. So when someone wants to dump on you, don't take it personally. Just smile, wave, wish them well, and move on. Believe me, you'll be happier. So the number one most important role of handling negativity is not to take it personally. And if you can look at a person who's giving you this negative response, anger, frustration, and maybe saying some really unkind things, if you can look at it as simply like, that person has a lot of garbage that they need to release and has nothing to do with me, and I'm going to do the best I can to meet it with kindness. And that's where that pause those few moments to let yourself deflect it and not absorb it is really, really, really important. And that goes into the second tip, which is give those, give space, give space. Don't react. And this is really important. Again, going back to that idea that, you know, this technology is ubiquitous. How many times have we you know, typed out an angry text or email and sent it. And we didn't even process the information. We didn't give it a chance to be digested. So have a rule of thumb. If somebody has texted or emailed or even said something to you, instead of responding, give it a day. Give it 24 hours and see if you would approach your response differently. Because most likely you will, and you won't have been suctioned into, you know, throwing garbage around, right? You don't want to, you don't want to pick up somebody's garbage and toss it back at them. And and you don't want to have that emotional contagion. So give yourself the space to have a response while, all the while, not betraying yourself by really being true to who you are. And that is also wrapped into it. If you give yourself space, you aren't going to betray who you are, which is probably a person who's really trying to be kind and good in the world. And when you get into this free-for-all negativity exchange, you're also not being true to yourself. A third thing that has really uh, helped me a lot with any negativity is recognizing that the emotions that we experience as a response to someone's negativity are simply that. They are a sensation, might be your stomach churning, your blood pressure going up, clenching your jaw, but they are not you, right? They are just the emotions that you are feeling, and it's fine to feel that. 
And just like you want to let go of the garbage, that person wants to let go of the garbage. You need to let go of the emotions too. Give them a chance and don't fault yourself. Like I remember sometimes I've had been hurt by negativity and just held on to it, held on to those emotions for a couple of days. I'm I'm sure you all can relate. And I blanketed myself in those emotions to the point where it felt like I was the emotions and then processed, you know what? I'm not. I'm just feeling them and then I'm going to let them pass. So you are not your anger. You're not your like negativity and wanting to respond, you know, harshly. You're not your sadness. You're just feeling a sensation, an emotion as response to that negativity, which is so normal. And kind of the quicker you can rebound, and I think that's really what age and time and practice has done for me, is that I still might feel initially some of those things, but I rebound a lot faster from from those emotions because they are temporary. And if we recognize that they too shall pass, then we're going to be okay in dealing with the negativity. The final thing I would say is that going back to, again, not betraying yourself to fit into the mold of others, you can hold two things in the same space, which is you cannot betray yourself, but you can also be open and kind and practice that. Practice when you're interacting with a friend, a family member, a coworker who is really bombarding you with negativity. Can you practice holding on to who you are and not betraying that while also being kind, being patient with this person? It doesn't mean you have to subject yourself to it, especially if you're getting assaulted with negativity and hurtful comments. You can absolutely have those boundaries. I call it the force field. Like, have this force field, which you decide what's going to come in and what's not going to. And almost look at it like that. Like if you had a lightsaber, you're like, nope, I'm going to I'm gonna stop that negativity from coming in my energetic orb, but I'm still going to hold space for this person with kindness because that then you're staying really true to who you are. And that'll really help you accept that people are going to be negative. Unfortunately, there's, there's people that are, have big garbage trucks and There's nothing we can do about it. At the end of the day, everyone has to be responsible for their own shit, so to speak. And the best way we can approach it is continue to remember, it's not about me. It's about the person who's having this negativity. I'm not going to take it on. I'm not going to let it be contagious and also be negative and respond back super quickly, but let it, let there be a pause. And let there be a big pause if there's any kind of response back in the form of writing, like a 24-hour, you know, pause. And then finally, really being true to who you are, being kind, realizing everybody is having some kind of struggle, and sometimes that struggle is really big. So when somebody says something hurtful, what I often think is, wow, they must be really hurting. And I'm not going to take on their hurt. I'm not going to take on their negativity, and I'm not going to let it influence who I am, but I am going to have some compassion because that ultimately is what being human is, is trying to 
in the best way we can, walk in somebody else's shoes metaphorically. And if they're mean and negative, there's a reason for that. I don't think people are just born that way. There's, um, they don't have good emotional regulation. They've had a lot of stuff happen to them. Who knows? But to greet it with compassion as opposed to being negative back, you're going you're gonna to be a winner. You know, being a winner is somebody who's not changing your trajectory and not losing the commitment to you just because somebody has been negative. So I hope that helps you today. I just, that came to me to talk about because I have had a lot of people asking me about dealing with negative people and dealing with negativity in general. And, you know, this is different than having your own negative self-talk. Try and do some of the same things, but it's everywhere that you're going to meet someone or multiple people who are trying to throw their garbage on you and meet it with dignity, meet it with your own self-respect and meet it with compassion so we can be our best for ourselves and all beings around us. As always, I'm pulling for you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.